Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone. It is Wednesday, February 29th, 2012, and it's 11 p.m., and you're live on the greatest show on the net, the Neo Soul Show, powered by X2TheL.com. I'm going to give you another great show this week. We're live, me and my partner, T. Mitch. What's up, man? I'm doing good, as always. That's good. I was gonna I was gonna start out singing an intro since we still don't have one. But I didn't want to scare everybody away, so I'm still not doing that. I'm okay, I'm okay with that because you finally got me and I'm actually looking forward to having an intro and I know we're going to talk about that a little bit in a second. Okay, good. Uh shout outs to Adriana from Rutgers. Did I say that right? Adriana Adriana from Rutgers, who was supposed to sing our intro, but claims that school has her completely bogged down. No comment. (laughs) Believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, she may be the only person under 25 that is bogged down by school and has nothing else going on. Anyway, we have a lot of things to talk about. We had a great show last week, right? Shout out to Terry Tobin. Shout out to Terry Tobin. She was uh, fantastic last week. Gave us a great interview, told us a lot of things we didn't know. Uh, Told us about life in Arizona. And that was good. And um, And because of of Terry, I'm going to spend this weekend finding out what Cheesecake is all about. (laughs) Anyway... Tell everybody uh, what we did last Friday night, T-Mitch. Well, last Friday night, um, Q-Man and I got together. Um, shout out to Uncle Ray and Exeter Elvis and us press passes. And we went out to the Brooklyn Academy of Music. We went out to BAM, and we watched an amazing concert put on by SNV. Um, yes, it we was, did. It was spectacular. Um, and we got to tell them, like, the love that they showed us. Um we showed up notoriously late, and we were in line, and I sent a tweet to Esnavi's um, manager, Yaya, and Yaya came downstairs with BAM staff calling us out by name and took us upstairs and made sure that we got what we needed to get to. So shout out to, um, shout out to Yaya for that. Shout out to Esnavi for a really, really, really great concert. Yes. Shout out to Yaya. In the Orange Hills. <laughs> I didn't say that. You did. I, I did. <laughs> but we yes, had a really, really, really time. Fantastic concert last week. Yes, and IV definitely put it down. And um, listen, you singers out there, if you want X to the L at your event, you got to let us know. We're looking to go places and uh, mix it up. Yeah, we actually have um, a concert that we're going to be at this Friday. We do. Shelly Bouchon is um doing Battle of the Burrows. Man. We got to show Shelly Bouchon love. I know I am showing Shelly Bouchon love this Friday. It's my mom's birthday, T. Mitch. Okay, I need you to tell mom that I said <laughs> happy birthday because I will be in Queens. Or I'm sorry, I will be in Manhattan showing Shelly Bouchon love. Anyway, should we talk quickly about our intro contest or should we wait? I think we should hit it. At least now, so people, you know, give them a little taste of it, and then we can, if we have time later, 
because, you know, we have a, a really good show planned tonight. We have time later we can get into it a little bit more in detail. Okay. Well, just so you guys know, we need an intro for the show. So if you can sing, we're going to have a contest. We're going to let you guys call in in a week or so. You're going to give us your hardest 12 seconds of singing, and the winner, we're going to let sing the intro to this show, and that will be our intro moving forward. Very simple. How I, does like, that it. TV? You I like, like it. I like it. Can I, I be in it? Um, if you sing in your introduction voice, yes. <laughs> anyway, we got a guest, T. Mitch. You you ready, man? I'm I'm very ready, and I'm not even gonna lie. Normally, I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm overly excited now because I didn't I, I I didn't know who we were interviewing, and as soon as I found out who we were interviewing, I started doing a little research. I'm not gonna lie, I was a little intimidated. Cause, you know, I'm, mm. I come up, I, I come up with majority of the questions and. You know, we get a lot of comments and good feedback on the interviews. I'm actually a little intimidated about tonight's interview because this this man has so much clout in soul music. That's very honest of you. Let's let's bring him on and and see see what's going on. For everybody, we have the uh, we have a soul music historian that preserves the legacy and history of soul music, and he is dramatic pause. Yes. The Chancellor of Soul Music, the one and only Mike Boone. Mike, what's up, brother? Oh, good evening, gentlemen. How y'all doing? All right, all right. Good to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. All right. Now we're we're excited to have you on, man. We heard a a lot of good things about you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Definitely. Wow. We're gonna we're gonna ask you some questions. Okay. Um, T Mitch, what you got? Well, uh, the first question that I have is probably the most straightforward. Um, what was it about soul music that you gravitated to and it inspired you to learn more about it? Well, basically, I grew up with soul music. I grew up with um, mainly the artists that I represent and tried to um, maintain the history of. Um, that started back when I was a kid. You know, my days at the Apollo Theater um, and looking at various shows, listening to the radio, you know, AM radio in those days, uh, WWRO, Super 16. And that was basically my education. So what really kept me going was the fact of the lack of knowledge that, you know, people had of these artists. And most of these artists basically are forgotten. Um, But their music lives on, but a lot of people don't know the history of the artists who uh, do the music and the singers as well. So I basically just wanted to just keep them, you know, historically preserved to make sure that they're in, you know, people's minds when they research and say, okay, yeah, that's okay. That's who that is that does this particular song or music or whatever. Because we hear them constantly all over. We hear them in movie trailers. We hear them uh radio spots. We hear them all over, but it's just people are not aware of who they are. So um, I just wanted to just keep them alive and make sure that the new generation who comes up and hears their music will know who they are. Okay. That sounds good. Now, what I want to know is what is in... Mike's 
iPod right now. <laughs> and my when iPod... you get in the car, what's what's you know what I'm saying? When you get in the car, what's on your playlist right now? Oh man, there's so many. I mean, there's <laughs> Curtis. <laughs> so many. This is Curtis Mayfield, The Impressions. There's Dells. Uh, yeah, there is Archie Bell and the Drells. Uh, Linda Jones. Uh, a gentleman named Tony Drake. Uh, she's got so many. Dee Dee Warwick, James Brown, uh, Smoking the Miracles. A lot. It's a lot. You, you, it you're naming name. all of my favorites, I'll tell you that. There's <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so many in my iPod, man. I mean, it depends on my mood, you know. I have like these various mm. moods where I may want to play some Delphonics. I'm in a romantic mood. I'll play the Delphonics or I'll play, you know, the Shy Lights or something like that, you know. So mm -hmm. it's a lot on my iPod. You'll be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go ahead, T-Bitch. You got it. Okay. Uh, my, my next question was, um, you know, you talked about preserving the legacy of the soul artist and educating the younger generation, mm -hmm. a.k.a. soul music artist. Right. I, I know that you had a show, or you still have the show, Soul Facts, where yes. um, mm -hmm. you, you chronicle different artists or fans or songs and things of that nature. Um, just tell us a little bit about how you came up with that idea for Soul Facts. Soul Facts came in a dream, <laughs> actually. Um, going back to what I said earlier, I wanted to uh, talk about these artists that um, are not really, I mean, they're known, and not they're known, but they're not known. And, um, you know, sometimes, you know, uh, when you look at shows like uh, uh, American Idol and, and, and uh, the X Factor or whatever, these kids get up there and sing these songs, and the judges seems to get the history wrong. So I want to basically let people know these are the artists that did these songs and their history. So I can't, I woke up one morning and I said, soul facts. So let me just get the facts going on about these artists, their history, and the music they made that is still lingering in the world today. Right. So that's basically what soul facts is all about. And I, I came up with that idea uh, in the dream. And it just, you know, I, I worked out the details and the stories and I decided who, what artists should be um, told, their story should be told. And, um, you know, basically that's really about it, you know. It depends on um, who I want to do, <laughs> you know. It's okay. basically my choice, you know. So, yeah, it's just basically this is another thing of preserving the artists and their history and their music. And that's All when right. the Stofax thing came in, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Yeah. Don't let me hold you back, T. Mitch. You, you the man, bro. I'm, re I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm, I got, I got the next one lined up. Go right in, Mike. Since, since, since this is the Neo Soul Show, right? I need, I need your opinion of today's version of soul music. Neo Soul is great. Um, I do listen to some of the Neo Soul artists. I think that I think it's wonderful. I think it's wonderful that um, a lot of the artists of today wants to more or less. Um, they're kind of preserving in today's or the 21st century preservation. Um, you can hear a lot of the um, old school music in a lot of the neo soul artists, and they're trying to, I see, recapture a lot of the essence of what the artists, you know, that I grew up with, like Marvin Gaye and um, 
uh, Donny Hathaway and uh, right, you know right. the Temptations and people like that and Diana Ross and whatever. So I love it. I love the the fact that like you know people like Joe Scott and all of them is just out there still representing uh, the soul music and his representation. So I love it. I think it's great. I think I think Neil Soul is wonderful. Good, glad to hear that. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> now you, you you mentioned Tony Drake. Yes. I did a little research. I, I I read that if I'm not mistaken, it was Tony himself that dubbed you the Chancellor of Soul. Yes, he did. <laughs> now since you are the Chancellor of Soul, I have to ask you a kind of controversial esque question. Okay. Oh. So my question, with the evolution of music, soul music included, do you kind of feel that the genre has kind of lost its way a little bit with the pursuit of commercial success coming to the forefront a little more these days? You mean as far as um, retroactive of of the old music or what's out here today? Yeah, retroactive of the old music with the classical soul artists and how it kind of seemed like the music was more about... The journey itself, and they were they were really singing about things that they felt, as opposed to some of the music today we know is more commercial and it's put together simply for success and for something to package itself. Interesting. Uh, I feel as though that it's sort of manufactured, you know, in a lot of ways. You know, um, in those days when artists like Tony Drake and Stevie Wonder, it wasn't about money. It was just about the love of what their art was. Um, Lyric interpretation was very important. It was about love. It was about singing about, you know, what, you know, day-to-day struggles, uh, whatever people was going through at that time. Um, Basically, today, I do find it manufactured. I do find it, um, I'm not going to say repulsive. I'm not going to say... You know, I'm going to say basically. I'm going to be very fair. <laughs> I'm not going to be Simon Cowell tonight. Uh, <laughs> um, but I do find that it is sort of manufactured. I do feel as though that the lyric content uh, is basically uh, sex violence. Um, I just wish that they really would go back to talking about what love is all about and good feel good songs instead of just. Uh, basically, I understand of society what's going on today, and they have to more or less rely on that right. and talk about it. But it's just the fact that it depends on what you're putting out there in the world. That's what counts. Um, Stevie Wonder can sit up and sing about all I do is think of you, and it gives you a great feeling about being in love, and you want to be in love. More or less, somebody just talking about uh, having sex and just, you know, um, that's that. There's no feeling in between. So I basically think the music today is kind of is kind of fast, you know, for especially our young listeners. Right. You know, and that's very important, you know, the young seeds who are listening to this because it could more or less uh, influence a lot of their thinking and um, their day-to-day basics. When I heard, you know, uh, when I saw groups at the Apollo like, you know, Gladys Knight and the Pips and the Temptations, we came out the theater wanting to be these people. Right. You know, we came out saying, man, I'm, I'm let me be uh, David Ruffin, you know, to do the splits and all of this stuff, you know. And we would go home, man, and actually remember the act and perform it at home. 
nah, man, he did this. No, he did this, you know. So it, they, were, they were very influential with us. James Brown was influ- influential with me. He was my hero. You know, mm-hmm. say it loud and black and I'm proud. And, and yeah. you know, he made you want to feel very proud about who you are. And that's very important to tell, you know, the young people today. Nothing, to, not to feed anything like violence, sex, or disregarding your lady, disrespecting your woman, or anything like that, you know. So, yeah, it's it's gone out. It's kind of got out of hand a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. Words, words of wisdom from the chancellor. That's right. <laughs> Thank we, got you. One more, we got one last question for you. Sure. Um... How, how did, well, not necessarily, because the original question you kind of touched on a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. I just guess uh, to reword the question itself, mm-hmm. we, since you just said you feel like the music today is a little, it, well, not even a little, it is commercialized, it, it, it is packaged to be sold. Yes. yes. Is that, what do you miss most about the music of the 60s and the 70s, just the, the love that they that they talked about or the love that they put into the music? Oh, my God. I miss the ambiance. Yeah, you hit it on the button, man. Love. I miss Mm -hmm. the feeling. I miss, you know what I really miss, man? I miss going into a record shop. And when I hear a song on the radio, I miss going into a record shop and being excited to go and purchase that song. Right. Mm -hmm. I miss that. I miss, you know, when I hear um, Smokey interpret the lyric or Curtis interpret the lyric and just made me feel like wow how do they do that you know i miss all of that man i miss the concept of love i miss the concept of feeling good i miss the concept of just playing the music over and over and over and over it could be one song two songs or an album you know that i really miss that yes i miss the ambiance of music and what it represents you know and um something that made me feel good in my spirit. That's what I miss. I miss that truly. I completely understand that because there are no bad Teddy Pendergrass songs. Mm. You know? Mm. There yes. there is no you can skip track eight. Right. So, so right. I understand exactly what you mean. Yes. And when you can play the whole album through, you know, Teddy, you know, another artist who great artist. I mean, you saw him in concert you know, he just uplifted you. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to become Teddy because he was a sex symbol as well, and he had all the ladies. So mm-hmm. who would want to be Teddy, you know? And um, so that's what I miss. I miss the ambiance of the artists. I miss what they represent. Not manufactured, but they just be themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just the presence. I miss the presence of the artists. When you saw them on television... Or you saw them on stage or movies or hear them on radio. You can feel something coming out of that radio. Like Frankie Crockett said, if you don't, you know, music's nothing if you don't touch your radio. You know what I'm saying? You got a hole in your soul if you don't feel it. And that's what he meant. You know what I mean? That's exactly what this brother was talking about when he was um, he had the shows. So that's what he's saying about the music. You gotta feel the music. That's what soul is all about. It's a feeling within in, in within yourself, and it's something you gotta feel. And if you can't feel it, then it's it's not there. It's not real. So yes, I miss the ambiance of it. I really do, especially the 60s and 70s. Yes. 
Yeah, I understand. It's, it's a little before T. Mitch's time, but I completely understand. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. What? My parents, my mother was a huge Sam Cooke fan. My, my grandmother said, was real big on the temptation, so it may be before my time, but I'm, I'm well aware of sound <laughs> and the music. And I, I, I can vividly remember my grandmother taking time out. You know, we didn't watch TV a lot, but she would pull those vinyls out. She would put it on the record player for hours, mm. and she would just educate us on who we were listening to, what they were saying in the songs, and right. what, what was going on at the time. When the, when the music was made, and I know again, I'm mean, I'm not that old, but I can mm-hmm. clearly see the difference between then and now. Right, and it's what you feel, right? It's something that when yeah. you listen to it, between like the Temptations as you mentioned, that your grandmother, you know, educated you on, into today's music, and you basically can feel, you can hear the difference, and you can feel it. Yeah. Am I correct? You're absolutely mm-hmm. correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm talking about, like the ambiance of the artists and the music itself. Because in those days, it wasn't about money. When Barry Gordy started Motown, yeah, he had borrowed $800 to start that company. But it was it was the love they put in that company. As they, you know, as a lot of the Motown artists had said, they used to hang out to the place. That was a hangout. You know, I mean, if they didn't do any songs, they just swept, they cleaned, they kept this place, you know what I mean? But it was just the love they had for each other. That they would help each other out to make hits, and they weren't saying, "Man, I'm getting paid for this, man." You know, uh, I'm gonna do this because Barry gonna give me ten dollars. You know, and it wasn't about that. It was about the love that you know they had a dream, they had a vision to become something, and you know they this man can make their dreams come true. So we'll do everything we can to make sure we're in that ambiance <laughs> of Barry Gordy. And it worked, because you can hear it in all the music. And Motown, you know, of course, Barry is sitting in the mansion right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and and saying, looking back, saying, this is what I've accomplished. And Motown is so big, you know, um, you got two, three-year-old people that know who Motown is and their songs, you know. So it's the feel. It's not about money. It's not about corporation. It's what you do, the love you put into it. And that's what, you know, the representation of soul is. And people shouldn't get the wrong idea of what the representation of soul is. They should understand it because they should feel it, like you like you just said. You know? All right. You know what? The Chancellor has been fantastic. Better than I, than I, I, I expected. Agree. Oh, thank you. Now, <laughs> even though our time is just about up, I would love to talk to you one day about some of this stuff because that, that was sure. interesting stuff. Especially since I'm a huge Tammy Terrell fan. Oh yes, so yes. One day we'll have to get together and talk about that, and I would love her with James Brown, and you know all that stuff. Sure, I would love to. Just let but me know. Yeah, I'm a huge <laughs> Tammy Terrell fan. Yeah, T. Mitch, Tammy was You ever heard of Tammy Terrell, T. Mitch? Yes, I heard of Tammy Terrell. He's just saying that, brother. Chancellor, <laughs> but wow. We gotta. We're gonna thank. I want to thank you right now for your time. You were fantastic. Our CEO sends his thanks. You were great. Thank we you so we much. appreciate the time you spent with us, man. And hopefully, we'll we'll get to talk to you again soon in the future. Well, well gentlemen, thank you so much for having me. I had a lot of fun, and this has been, it's been my pleasure. And I would love to thanks come back on again. Man. 
Oh, All right, you. man. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thank you so much. Have a blessed night. You, you too. too. Okay. The Chancellor of Soul, everybody. He was good. He was a good guest, I, I, He really was. Like, initially what I just, like, said had said to myself in my head was, like, I don't know, maybe not maybe not once a month, maybe once every two months you bring the Chancellor in and we have a soul music discussion and we just talk and just pick his brain. That's and not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea. I'm really just sitting here just thinking back about all the music and, like, the feeling he was talking about. Like, wow. T-Midge, we got six minutes. We want to to try to get Angela on if we have time. So you want to hit these announcements really quick? Well, yeah, I can hit these. So the news and events that we have, um, we spoke about it earlier. I made mention of it earlier. Shelly Bouchon is performing in the Battle of the Burrows at the Green Space in New York City. This Friday, March 2nd at 7 p.m. So I'm um, come out, show her some support. Uh, T. Mitch will definitely be there. <laughs> the, the Spoken Word Open Mic Showcase and Tribute to the Last Poets is at Elements Lounge in Memphis, Tennessee. And that's going to be on March 10th. Uh, Brad Marquis, you know, Silent S, who was a guest on our show, is performing <laughs> his live set at the world-famous Apollo Theater on March 16th. Everybody out in New York. Get out to the Apollo. Check out Brad. Um, SNAV will be performing at the New Yorican Poetry Cafe in New York City, and we will give you more details on that as, as we receive them from her and her team. And last week's guest, Terry Tobin, is performing at the Compound Grill in Phoenix, Arizona, on March 27th. Very good. And I think it's I think it's Brad Marquis since he came yeah, late. I'm just kidding. I think it's- <laughs> Okay. I'm just kidding, man. Let's let's get Angela on and uh, see what she's up to this evening. Angela, do we have you? Yeah, I'm here. Angela, what's going on? Hey, y'all. Hi, Angela. <laughs> we only have about four and a half minutes, but Angela, you have the floor. Tell us something good. Well, we had a wonderful time. Um, Last weekend with Kendrick and Family Soul, mm-hmm. we have a real big surprise for our our um, web viewers. Uh, something special that we did with Kendrick. I just give you a hint. Uh, it's it's, it's going to be off the chain when people see it. So uh, stay tuned for that. Our um, Perry Tobin was our guest last week, and she's mm-hmm. going to be our featured artist. Uh, hopefully by tomorrow, we'll have it up on the website. Had a great interview with her uh, about a month ago, um, and you'll mm-hmm. learn a lot more about about Terry. I uh, just want to encourage any artists out there uh, to go to our site. If you want to reach at least fifty thousand to hundred thousand viewers uh, from our website, get your music out there, get your profile out there, sign up for our artist services. Um, we work with you. We we support the independent artists. So please visit our website, www.xl.com. Check it out. Um, if you're interested in advertising with us, check us out as well. And hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, and meetup.com. XL. Hit that follow Anything else going on, Angel? Uh, just looking forward to a lot of great concerts coming up. 
um, one of the uh, out of the candy, um, who was also on the XTL team, she uh, drove up from Dallas to Memphis to help out and interview um, Kendrick. So I want to send a shout-out to her. And we have coming up uh, reviews for Robert Glasper, the Robert Glasper experiment. Also, mm-hmm. uh, Anthony Davis. So, a lot of good things going on. Okay. So, Angela, do we know who our guest is next week? Well, we think we're going to do something different next week. We'll, we'll let you guys know uh, next week. It's going to be a little bit different. Uh oh. I love it. Different. <laughs> different can be good. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're going to have some special guests next week. That's all I'm going to say about that. Okay. Well, it was a mystery guest this week, and Mike Bone was was outstanding, so I'm looking forward to it. He was good. We have a minute left. Any final announcements, Angela? No, because we want to encourage people to, you know, visit the site. It's, It's a great site, and you'll learn a lot. We're constantly putting up new content, not only about music, but about lifestyle. Just going on vacation, we have some great uh, vacation uh, travel pieces up there. We have hair uh, and health and beauty articles up there. Check us out. Yes, everyone do that, even though I am bald. I do check the hair. I find it very interesting. So make sure you get up on that. You still got to maintain that baldness. You really do. It, this is tough upkeep, you know. I, I can be a hair bumper if I'm not careful. So while we got 10 seconds left, you want to thank the Chancellor of Soul. You want to thank Angela, x to the L dot com for T Mitch. I'm the Q Man, and, and we're wrapping it up. Good night. Good night, thank y'all. You.